Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in. Often it can be really hard to motivate ourselves, can't it? It's, um, we sort of try telling ourselves positive affirmations, things like that, and there's just days when you just go, I just can't get going. And what we call top-down thinking, when you're trying to tell yourself something, is really powerful and it works. But sometimes you just go, oh, I'm just not loving this at all. So for me, it's when I'm viewing mobile phones and computers, I'm really a people person. I love talking to people. I love interviewing. I love doing all that. But reviewing phones and that, I just go, oh my God, I just don't like this. It's boring. Now, it's really important to realise it's not the phone, viewing the phone, that is creating that feeling of boredom. It's because I'm telling myself I don't like it. Because there's other people on other departments that do exactly the same job and get really excited and they love it. And the reviewing the phone is the same. So like we're both in the same environment, but I'm having a very different experience of it. It's just because our brain automatically gives that meaning. Now we can do lots of work, and I, I do that, on looking at our why. Why are we doing this? Look at the bigger picture. Actually, this is helping. And that can, that can, and it does, create motivation. But there will still be times, there will still be times when you just go, oh, I can't be bothered. No, this is hard work. And it's those times that you need those little hacks. And for me, one of the best ways is to use your body first. Instead of thinking about trying to think differently about it, use your body. Because as well as you, you, you think, if you think, your brain is talking to your body, basically. And so if you think, oh, I can't be bothered, you start slumping in the seat. And then you see people and they're sort of practically led down, typing away, Phone, they've got their phone next to them, they're distracted by that. So you're telling yourself you can't be bothered, you're telling yourself it's boring, you're feeling probably lethargic and, and disengaged, and then that you can see that in your body. If you looked around someone in the office, you can see those people that are really <laughs> struggling and not enjoying it, compared to those people that are loving it, just by how they're sat, how they carry themselves, how they walk. But you can use that as a hack. You can move your body in a way which will then tell your mind. So it's going the other way. And, and it's so, so simple. Because you haven't got to analyse anything. You haven't got to do anything. You've just got to think, right, what would, almost like what would someone who's really motivated to engage be doing? How would they carry themselves? How would they walk around the office? How would they sit and do that? Just literally, you you notice the difference. If you're slumped in your chair, and you're ugh, all over, and just notice how you're feeling. And then just for a moment, sit up. Pull your shoulders back, sit up straight. And what you're doing is, your body isn't telling your mind, we're ready to work. 
let's get to work. This is it's almost like a signal. Now, now this is on. And it's very hard when you're sat like that to be demotivated. And I've been working on it lately, and it is it's quite fascinating, really, how you can get jobs done that you know are going to benefit you if you get them done, but you're just going, I just don't want to do them, and you sit. And what I do is I check my posture, I remove the distraction of my phone, that's on Do Not Disturb, and I set a timer. And I've worked this, I started doing the timer thing for 20 minutes. Because it really is a nice hack for getting you engaged for a period of time. Because what will happen is you'll be, once you've got the first 10 minutes under your belt, you'll then just be in the flow and want to work. But the first 10 minutes can be quite difficult and that's the bit you want to work through. But when you use that, you adjust your body, you sit up, you tell your brain, right, we're, we're ready to go now. Then you remove your distractions, you set the timer. I do it now for an hour and a half. So I was listening to Andrew Huberman and he talks about these rhythms our body's in and he says the hour and a half has um, sort of been proven that it's a really good time for focus because the first 10-15 minutes you're going into the state of focus then you'll be in there for a long period of time and that last 15 minutes your brain will start wandering but whilst you're in that state when you're in that last sort of 10-15 minutes you just keep bringing your brain back keep bringing your brain back realise it's perfectly natural to want to um, want to it's very natural for the brain to want to wander but doing those things it just saves so much time so what you do is you decide ahead of time the work you're going to do so you think right this is the work I'm going to do decide ahead of time and allow yourself time to do it remove your distractions phone phones and people that's the work that's what's robbing you of your time I'll tell you that now so you're gonna have to turn your phone off and you can have to say to people, I can't be disturbed for this amount of time unless it's really urgent. That is, someone's dying. And then you get your posture, you sit up, get your timer going, and then you work. And then, once an hour and a half's up, or however long you're doing, get up, have a leg stretch, move away. And then, but be strict. Just go, right, right, I've got five minutes, set yourself five minutes, ten minutes, and I'm going to, and I'm getting back to work and do it again. And what you'll find is you can extend the time that you can focus. And the doing becomes the reward. And this is the big thing I found was suddenly you don't have to put rewards at the end of the work because actually that's very counterintuitive because if you put a reward at the end, the brain just wants that reward. So it actually makes the doing of the work harder because what happens is we release dopamine when we receive a reward and if we make the doing the reward we'll release dopamine whilst we're doing the activity and dopamine gives us drive and focus but if we are waiting for something at the end our brain is just wanting that so it doesn't produce dopamine whilst we're actually doing the activity so we actually sort of screw ourselves over when we reward ourselves with chocolate and stuff like that so if you just when you do this and make the doing the reward you would just find yourself loving being this productive machine. And you suddenly realise that any job you get given, you can break it down, you can prioritise, and then you can get it done. And that's really where the confidence comes from, knowing that the work is done before you do it. I never had that. I used to always think, oh, I couldn't relax until the work was done. But I know with this approach now, this work is done. Literally, I'm going into the office now, and I know the work I've got to do, I've got three things I'm going to do. 
I know that's already done because I'll apply this, I'll be focused, I'll get rid of the needless distractions and I'll get to work. <clears throat> and what I realise is there's always time. We tell ourselves there's not time, but in truth, actually, we're, it's how we're spending our time. There is no more time. That melted my, that sort of twisted my melon when I first heard that, that actually time is not the problem. I was like, of course it is. If I had more time, I'd get more done. And you realise, this actually is really, when you look at that sentence, you go, but there is no more time. Then literally, if someone said, when someone goes, oh, if only I have more time, well, where do you get more time? There's 24 hours in a day. We keep hearing about it. Everyone has the same 24 hours. So we don't want to keep blaming time. We want to be looking at how we're spending our time. And if we're sort of slumped over, not really productive, we might be sat at a desk for eight hours, but really only achieving a few hours' work. If we do this where we work in these sort of blocks of time, and then we can get up, have a walk for five, ten minutes, come back, you're going to get so much more done. And then you're going to be able to switch off. And that is the key. Because uh, the big thing I used to do was um, I would just sit at my desk all day and be like, yeah, I'm working really hard. But actually what I realised I wasn't was that productive. And then I would then have to work on to get the work done. And then I'd be even more tired, so then that would make me less productive the next day. But all of that is all easily avoided if you try these little hacks. So just try it. Just try... What I would say is just try the uh, plan it ahead, set your timer, and then sit up. Just try that body position. As you're walking around the office, if you're feeling like, oh, it's a shit day and you feel your shoulders slump, stand up, shoulders back, chest out, and just like, and just you decide what, you know, how you want to carry yourself, and you'll notice that has a dramatic effect all over your body. Um, so yeah, that's my tips for you. It's been working for me and I hope it works for you. Take it steady. Thanks for listening today. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast, please forward it on to them. And if you want to know any more, then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan@outlook.com. That's J-O-N-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. And also follow me on Instagram. Um, at Johnny Bevan or on Facebook I am Johnny Bevan the Police Burnout Coach have a great time and I'll speak to you soon bye bye